Um, so guys, today we've got James Webb or Jay Webby can eat on um, TikTok, Instagram, everything. Um, number one competitive ranked eater in the country. Um, where are you ranked in the world? Do you have a ranking for the world? Yes, I'm 10th in the world. Crazy. Um, he's just, uh, it, there was Nathan's famous hot dog challenge over in America where it was actually filmed on ESPN, wasn't it? I saw it on ESPN. Wow. You could bet on it on sports bet. So you could bet, uh, bet on um, James. I actually That's went so to good. bet and I, I I didn't press the submit button. Lost. I, I actually went to do top three and I didn't do it. But um, this guy's an absolute legend. He's come out of absolutely fucking nowhere. Mate, um, can you tell us a bit about what you even do? Like, do, do, you, do you have a job other than, than eat? <laughs> Look, uh, I guess technically my job is uh, promotions. I do yep. a lot of social media marketing, promotional work for venues, for small businesses, clothing brands, whatever. Um, and then my secondary to that is food competitions where I've been lucky enough to win a bit of cash. Yeah. Well, how, how many food challenges are you doing a day? Uh, look, right now it's a bit quiet. Yep. Um, during, so like, during lockdown, it was crazy. Then after lockdown, every restaurant wants me there doing their challenges. So sometimes it was like three, four a day. Um, three for a day yeah and then like i travel so i was in melbourne last week brisbane the week before that i'll do three or four a day then because i got like a couple of days through like a few venues but in sydney i can't take it easy one a day sometimes none like so i don't have anything besides whatever we do as a laugh it's not really like yeah there's no bearing on it you know what i mean yeah. so it's like a bit of casual yeah how that? do you fit in three like physically fit in more than one challenge a day so look it's taking me time but i'm good for 10 kilos of food a day so if you break it up, if you do like three challenges that are two kilos each, that's only six kilos. So like, I'm good to go. But if it's like five kilo challenges, I'll do one, maybe two max and I'll be dead. That's nuts, man. How, how did you get into this? It's my girlfriend's fault. Really? Uh, so basically um, my girlfriend, she loves cheese and wine. I'm not a drinker. But like anyone that knows me, you can bribe me to do anything. If you feed me, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> I hope you move house. I'll do whatever you want. Just feed me. So she wanted to do like a wine tasting thing at the Hunter Valley. And she's like, well, how can I get James to come to the Hunter Valley for a weekend? So she planned like this trip. We're going to go to the fudge factory, the cheese factory. She'll do her wine tasting. But Hunter Valley is like three hours away, yeah? So she's yeah. like, all right, halfway in Cessnock, there's a pub that has good food. So she planned this whole trip. Went to the pub. You get to this pub. There's this picture on the wall of a burger. It looks photoshopped. It was like five kilos. It was huge. And um, I'm like, I want to do that. And they're all laughing at me saying, haha, yeah, whatever. It's like 80 bucks. I'm like, yeah, Matt, whatever. Then they're like, no, no, like no one's ever done this. I'm like, whatever. So apparently the prize money was like 500 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, serve it up. Anyways, this is like my first actual food challenge. So me and my girlfriend are sitting at this table. They bring out this burger. And then everyone's like crowding around watching. And I'm like, what's going on here? Turns out like 50 people had failed this challenge. I just ate it casually talking crap with my girlfriend my mom actually called us on the phone to my mom for a bit <laughs> you're kidding anyway so then i got like three quarters of the way through and then some guy at cessnock was really drunk and he's like um oh you're not going to finish that like i bet you i'm <clears> like well look dude the chef actually told me she makes her own cheesecake so i love cheesecake and she made like an oreo cheesecake that day i'm like i'm going to get a cheesecake after this he's like oh you're not going to finish it oh i'm like all right i bet you a cheesecake so then i beat the i ate the burger and then this drunk guy had to like fork out for a cheesecake it's <laughs> funny as hell but um in the meantime the owner of the pub actually was filming this whole thing like it's a bit of a joke for facebook but then he said it's like a local paper radio station and i was on the news and all this and then it kind of went from there like wow. i was on the news and it was like oh this guy ate a burger and then the radio station's like oh this guy ate a burger and then i was on the radio station uh fitzy and whipper 96.9 yeah. mm. and um 
I ate dumplings, a hundred dumplings. They wanted to like have a competition. And um, another competitor had actually rang in the radio station to like give Whipper some tips on like stretching your stomach and like stand up and burp and whatever. And then I thought it was pretty funny. But then later that day, he messaged me on Instagram. He's like, dude, come to a burger competition. Like it'll be fun. I'm like, okay. So then I went down and met like all these eat- eaters, smacked the burger competition. And then like, I haven't stopped since. You're kidding. How long ago was that? Last May. Is that all? Like before lockdown last year, like two, three weeks before lockdown. No way. Yeah. May. Yeah. Wow. So you just fell into this. Literally did. Like it was literally an accident. It was just, it was meant to be a laugh. And then it kind of, yeah, now I'm here. Were you ever like, have you, did you think about it before? Like not even slightly? Look, I've always been a pretty big eater. Yeah. Um, I grew up in an ethnic household. So my mom would put the food in the middle of the table for dinner. So you muck around, you don't get fed. Like, you know, someone's going to take the food. You know what I mean? So I've always been a pretty big eater and I've always been a pretty quick eater, but not like speed eating. Just, I just eat quick normally, right? Um, and then for a laugh, I'm like, I'll do this burger, whatever. Didn't realize I could eat five kilos, like, but yeah. That's yeah. crazy. What, uh, in terms of um, the food and, and eating tons and tons of calories, you're very fit. How does, I, I actually asked you once when you were um, getting your hair cut and you just said, oh, I just work out heaps, but is... Like, is that it? Are you intermittent fasting at the moment? Like, what are you doing? Uh, look, I fast when I sleep. That's yeah. about it. Um, yeah. To be fair, to fit in 10 kilos worth of food on a day where you don't have food challenges, you're eating almost nonstop because 10 kilos is a lot of food. Yeah. Um, I train every day, but I train for 30 minutes. To be fair, I'm actually much fatter than what I used to be. I'm not saying I'm fat, but I was like 4% body fat before, which is probably not healthy. Now I'm like eight, which is probably healthier. But again, that's still in better shape than most people, right? So I'm not gonna wow. complain. But you see me without a shirt on, you can see the difference. Like my girlfriend likes to remind me like, dude, <laughs> cut, cut back a little bit this week, you know? But like, it's a, it's a bit of a laugh. Like it's fun, like dude, I eat for a living, so. Yeah, what, what made you like, uh, how did, have you been, at, what made you be so shredded 4%? Uh, well, look, to be fair, I've always been into bodybuilding. Um, and then- Did you compete in that as well? I never competed. Uh, genetically, I, I suck at bodybuilding, I'm too tall. But um, I got friends that are pro bodybuilders. And during the whole COVID period, um, like there was bodybuilding shows and they were canceled and whatnot, but I had friends competing. So like to kind of help the boys out, I dieted and trained with them. So they weren't doing it by themselves. But then COVID happened and then all the shows got canceled. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna smack a burger challenge. <laughs> wow. Mate, wow. Um, that's just crazy. I, I've known you for a few years now and you've always been absolutely ripped. Was this um, something that you had in the back of your mind, like, geez, this is going to stuff up my physique, or you knew that your genetics would just pull you over the line? To be honest, my genetics are pretty crap because I used to be obese as a kid. Really? Uh, I was fat until, like, I'm talking fat, fat, until I was like 16. Wait, how, fat, how many kilos were you? Do you remember? Well, as a 15-year-old to weigh 100 kilos, oh, wow. I, but I had, I had man boobs. Like, it was fat. Like, yeah. there was nothing muscular about me. Um, and then... When I started competitive eating, obviously I was into bodybuilding since like 17. So like, what's well, 15 years. And then um, I just figured I want to roll with it. I didn't realize it was going to turn into like a full-time thing. Like I did one burger challenge and then I did like a dumpling challenge two days later. And then I did a burger comp like two days after that. I thought, all right, this is the week, whatever, who cares? And then it started being two challenges a day, three challenges a day, 10 challenges a week. Yeah. So then it kind of just led to where I am now. And then I kind of just like, whatever, man, like what's the worst that can happen? I get a bit fat, all right, I just cut back, diet a bit, train harder, whatever it's gonna be. But man, I enjoy it. Like it's fun as I get to, I've traveled the world. I've gone to America, I've gone all over Australia. So like, yeah, you know what I mean? A body's 
Yeah, the gym's not going anywhere. Yeah, you know? that's so sick. But what about like the types of food? I've noticed you're eating some pretty nasty, high calorie, not the healthiest foods. Like, how does the body handle that? Like, I don't think anything is healthy. <laughs> do you notice a difference, like fit feeling wise? Look, to be honest, um, yeah. I, look, the short answer is yeah. Um, look, my digestion's always been pretty good. Um, some people get really ill. I'll get really bloated, like a bit lethargic, have a nap, and I'm all right. But um, if you eat, like, for example, you do, like, a sweets challenge, all the sugary stuff, you just feel dopey as hell and, like, lethargic. You want to have a nap. Um, you do, like, the burger stuff. You feel, like, bloated and, like, greasy. But, like, you know, you sleep it off. Like, it's mm. like anything. It just takes, like, obviously, the more you eat, the longer it takes to digest. So, like, normal person eats lunch. An hour later, they're happy as Larry, right? Mm. Me, I need, like, three, four, five, sometimes six hours and a bit of a nap to, like, feel okay. But, like, to be fair, it depends how much you're eating. Like if you eat, like for me now, eating two kilos in one sitting, it's nothing. Like I'll just go have a two kilo lunch right now, like for laugh. If it's like five, six kilos, all right, then it's going to be like, I need a nap. I need to chill out a bit today. So after a challenge, do you go nap? Depends what it is. Mm. Um, most of the time, no, because I'm out on the road or I'm yeah. out not home, you know? Yeah. So um, I'll nap when I get home or whatever. Like for example, I was in Brisbane last weekend. We did three challenges in a day. I went from venue to venue to venue. And then when I got home, crashed out hard and had a mad sleep in the hotel. But like you sleep when you have the opportunity, but like sometimes you just got to keep going. Yeah. It, when you're um, obviously out on the road in America, how, how does that even come come into play? Like, do you get invited to these things or do you have to apply for it or yeah, a bit so of both? Um, to compete in America, you've got to be invited, but you get invited once. And then, so basically the MLE, it's like, so we have here competitive in Australia. There's like maybe 10 competitors in this country. In America, like people do this full time. There's like 30, 30 active competitors now, but there's like 50 overall. Anyway, basically they have contests every second week, but they have their own league where it's like professional. So you have to sign a contract. So I'm actually the first Aussie to be invited to sign a professional contract in America because you earn serious money over there. Like I've earned like close to 10 grand US this year from competing in America. Like it's, it's not nothing to be laughed at, you know what I mean? It's good yeah. money. So like people do it full time in America, but I'm um, basically, I went over on my own back in May this year, I went to Virginia. I did a pizza competition and um, I emailed them like, listen, I want to come and do this. They pretty much laughed at me like, yeah, come, whatever. And I came second. The, wow. guy, the guy who came first, he's actually, Jeff Esper, he's actually the best pizza eater in the world. He has all the records in America. He's number two in the world. He's been doing it like 30 years now. He beat me by like three slices, two and a half slices. So I did pretty well. And then the week after that, I did a corn, like sweet corn contest, like corn on the cobs. I came sick. And I beat like four of the top 10 guys. So like, cause in my two contests, I beat like overall, like of the top 10 guys, I beat like six of them all together. So they're like, wow, you're actually pretty good. <laughs> they're like, all right, look, we want to sign you in the major league. Um, come back and compete again if you want to. Thinking, I'm like, all right. They're like, you know, no Aussie's ever done this before. Like, you know, like, you know, pretty much impl implying I'm out of my depth, right? Mm. I'm like, all right, I'll sign this contract. And then they're like, because you signed the contract, you're eligible to qualify for Nathan's, yeah? Mm. So because I'm a, a rookie, I don't get automatic qualification. I've got to qualify. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, here we go. Flew to LA and then I did the Nathan's qualify. I won. I broke all the records for the qualifying rounds. And they're like, wow. Then this guy's to, the real deal. Yeah. Then I went to Nathan's and they're still taking the piss out of me because I'm the only Aussie to ever do it. Then I finished third <laughs> and that changed everything. Now like, now like the eaters, they full message you on Instagram every day. Like I'm in their group chats. Wow. They're like, when are you coming back? Come stay wow. in my house. Like I've earned their respect. You know what I mean? Wow, so it changed crazy. a lot. It, within six months, it changed heaps. Man, 
Are you, you, that's like my dream job, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but staying in shape. But staying in shape, yeah. How long? Like, how do you train for that? Like, are you tr- is it, yeah. Fuck, what, yeah. Well, look, for the hot dogs, I literally, I was doing, so when I found out, I've been, so when you, for the competitions in America, if you're a signed competitor, they have like, you know, say they have 10 spots, you apply for it and they'll accept you or reject you. Right? When I found out I got accepted, I had 10 days. So people train for these hot dog contests for like months, yeah? Like Joey Chess, not the best guy in the world. It's actually documented on his YouTube. Six months he takes him to train. To be able to eat his 70 odd hot dogs, he trains for six months. So I had 10 days. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I literally, I was training like twice a day, some days hot dogs. I was eating like far out, like 50, 60, 70 hot dogs a day, trying to like learn the dunking technique. And cause there's different, like I know it sounds dumb, but there's different techniques. Like you separate the hot dog from the bun, you dunk the dunk the, dunk the bun in the bread or whatever. So um, I had to learn what works for me and I just trained until I could get it. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty messed up. Yeah, I was watching you live once and I was like, that looks disgusting. And after you're like, that was disgusting. I'm like, it looked disgusting. Dude, disgusting is putting it nicely. Yeah, that's shocking. Mate, um, your life changed six months ago, but it also changed a year ago or just over a year ago now. What were you doing before this? Because you have a pretty sick car too. Thanks. Now look, um, I've always been in sales. So I was a sales rep before. Um, so I did a lot of driving. Yeah. I worked in the gaming industry. So like poker machines, things like that. Um, and then, yeah, I transitioned to eating and whatnot. So how long, how far into it did you quit your job or your day job? Uh, I reckon this March. March. Yeah. So I, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Because I was trying to juggle it for a while. But then it got to the point like, okay, do I do my job half-assed? Like, <clears throat> like you would know, in sales, you only get out what you put in. Mm. So like you put all the effort into sales, but if you don't put the effort in, you're not going to earn money and you're letting everyone else around you down. And then the eating thing was taking off. But I'm like, if I don't have the time because I'm at work, how can the eating thing go well? So I'm like, do I take a chance, whatever? And because this whole eating thing, me and my missus, we do everything together. We've traveled together. We go to contests together. She helps with my filming or whatever. So I'm like, she's like, try it. What's the worst that can happen? You go back to work afterward. Mm. And then I quit my job, went to America. We put everything we had into it, all the effort. And now like it's yeah. sustainable, you know? Paying for itself now. Yeah. Um, what, how do you, so you've got this content creation type of business going on. Talk to us a little bit about that. What you do day to day for that. All right. So look, I do a lot of social media posts for small businesses, venues, clothing companies, literally anything that needs promotion, really. I make reels, I do TikToks, I do posts. I do, now I'm doing more of like the, uh, look, not everyone wants stupid eating big ass mm. food, right? So, but now like, I guess what, like for example, small businesses, venues, cafes, they're kind of leveraging how much I can eat. So rather than taking a photo of their menu, we can do like an interactive menu because they put their whole menu out on the table for me and be like, yeah. Take your pick, you know? But then we do like, wow. you know, the lifestyle stuff, you know, the, I guess the cute little Instagram posts and whatever. Um, I've done like a lot of like, for example, clothing brands, like they want me to get photographed at contests because like, for example, like I was on ESPN, yeah? Like yeah. I've been on, been on, last week I was on ABC Brisbane Radio, um, yeah. ABC News in Brisbane and then Seven News in Melbourne the week before that. So people want me to get photographed in their stuff. So I do all wow. that kind of stuff and then Obviously, like local businesses, like for example, the places that I uh, eat at all the time. For example, Taurus Kebabs here. I've been eating here before it was Taurus Kebabs, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like if I make a post saying I'm here for lunch today, 
And then one person goes down because I was there, then I've done my job, right? It's about, mm. you know, casting that net and spreading the word. Like there's not much good food in Sydney. So the places that are good, they need the recognition. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Where are the best places for what, food? What kind of cuisine? What's Asian? Isn't that your favorite? Okay, so I love Korean fried chicken. Korean. My favorite Korean fried chicken place is called Hen's Chicken in Strathfield. It's a hole in the wall. Like I'm talking like Bunnings tables and chairs. Closest thing to Korean fried chicken you'll get from Korea. Wow, Um, really? Yeah. Have you been to Korea? I used to work for a Korean company, so I've- Wow. I've been to Korea maybe 50 times. Whoa. Yeah. So favorite burger joint? Ooh, okay. My favorite, okay, look, showing my age now, I'm 33. So growing up for me, a burger was from like a milk bar, like a takeaway <laughs> shop, yeah? So yeah. I love the old school, like seeded bun, tomato sauce, mustard. Yeah, I'm not the biggest American cheese fan, right? Yeah. So if you go for like old school burgers, Big Bang Burgers are my favorite. But if you go for American style burgers, you know, American cheese mm. and whatever, yeah. Um, I like Stockman's in DY or yep. Two Hungry Bears in, ooh, one's Manly, one's DY. Yeah. So I don't know the geography of the beaches, but Two Hungry Bears and Stockman's, they're my favorite like American. Jesse shouted out them too. Yeah. yeah two yeah. Hungry Bears, yeah. I think two, They do some good stuff, man. They do this thing with uh, Miyagi pork. Miyagi like, pork. So Two Hungry Bears is more like fusion. Like it's more yeah. modernized, but like American style. Beef, chicken, Miyagi pork on a burger, gun. Mate, I went, I went there actually not, uh, oh, maybe like a year or maybe a year ago and um, saw Jesse's name on the the board for eating the quickest. Have, have you topped him yet? I yeah. cut his record in half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send him this podcast. <laughs> he knows, he knows. That's massive. Wow. So um, in terms of like eating, we were just talking a bit off camera about this um, – because we're, just so you know, peeps, we're in about, this is why you should watch this on YouTube. Uh, in about 10 minutes, we've got these, uh, James has got a custom kebab coming from uh, Cirque, the owner of uh, Toro's Kebabs down at Stocklemore, or the Grove now in Borker Mills. He's made a custom kebab for James to smash and we're going to see if we can finish two normal kebabs, well, one each in the same amount of time. I don't know if I like our chances, but we'll give it a crack. <laughs> now... For, for a bit of advice for us or anyone that wants to try become a competitive eater, you're talking about a bite push. So can you t- tell us a bit more about that? So firstly, <laughs> if it's your first time, don't try this. Don't try it. Well, look, you've got to, it takes practice, right? Because you, you can choke, right? Because oh. the idea of competitive eating, to be fast, you have to minimize chewing. Mm. So normally when you eat, you chew and then you swallow when it's like small enough. The idea of bite push is you take a bite and instead of chewing it, you might chew it once or twice, but then you use the next bite to push the food down. So you've got to kind of <clears throat> understand how to like relax your throat and swallow like, mm. you know, pretty chunky pieces of food. Did, did <laughs> fuck, that's crazy. <laughs> what about like when you get food that's pretty dense? Like, is that? It's harder. You still have to do it. Like, to be fair, the only way to be competitive, in, like to be quick, to bite push. But that's why like, you know, for different things, you use a little more fluid, you use the water to get it down mm. and... It's just different techniques of different foods, but like, to be fair, bite push is pretty standard across the board. So do you even taste the food much? To be fair, I get this question a lot. You learn to taste on the go now. So now I can, look, I can't be like, oh, here's all the ingredients on my palate. No, Mm. but I can tell you if it's good or bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can taste it. Like you can tell straight away the first bite if it's going to be rubbish, but you can't be like, oh, there's a, there's paprika in this. Like, you know what I mean? You can't nitpick all the ingredients, but you kind of get the gist. When did you learn how to do this, did, did, like, how did you learn all these training techniques? Was it off YouTube or like? No, no, okay, so to be honest, during lockdown, what, so when lockdown happened, I had done a few competitions by then, but then lockdown happened. 
I'm like, what am I gonna do now? So I just did stupid things in my living room, like for a bit of a joke, yeah? And then a few of the eaters, like a Hulk smash food, like Cal, um, he reached out to me on Instagram. He's like, dude, like you're actually really good at this, but like try this and try that. So basically Cal, he wow. uh, reached out to me and he gave me some tips. A few of the other boys, even like Jesse, uh, Scotty Wolf of Eat Street, they kind of, it's a small community. Yeah, We all know each other now, but like they kind of said, you need to try this, wow. you need to try that. And like, I kind of just, Try like the, I listened to everything they had to say, and I tried different things to see what worked best for me because everyone's got their own style, right? Yeah. Wow. What do you think like, makes you so good at what you do? Beginner's luck. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Like I, I see what I do compared to what others do. Um, I'm very different. Like for example, like uh, a few of us, we we hang out, we go to competitions together, we do like buffets every week to like train and whatever together. I guess the biggest difference with me is. I take big bites, but I only have to, like, I guess my fat jaw, it does big damage to the food, right? So I'm, I take a bite and I'll chew twice or three times and be able to swallow it. The other guys, they take a smaller bite, but they chew like 10 times really quickly. Uh, so I feel like maybe I can just do bigger damage. That's my different, different point, I guess. Oh, I don't like our chances. <laughs> I don't like our chances So at for all. us, what would be the, the go-to small bites quickly? And Look, the safest way is small bites quick bites so like 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 it like, 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 like a rabbit, you know the rat. yeah <laughs> yeah right like a typewriter like keep going oh, for me man. it's like bite uh, 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 and it'll just disappear <sighs> yeah god damn i don't what, know what does the missus think look she laughs um she thinks some of the things i do is a bit stupid a bit disgusting but like <laughs> to be fair she sees the bigger picture yeah. i mean look we've got to go to america I mean, if you told me this time last year, you're going to go to Virginia. You're going to go, we went to this place called Hattiesburg. Like all these random little towns. We drove, literally, the first trip we drove to, we drove around America. We flew to Dallas and drove everywhere. We ended up in Florida. Like it was just a fun two weeks. I did like 26 challenges in like 10 days. And we went to Disney World. You know what I mean? Like if you, like she she sees the bigger picture. Like, Mm. all right, for that 10 or 20 minutes, it can be a bit disgusting. But then like the whole adventure is like the fun part, right? Also, like, I've been to Toowoomba, I've been to Brisbane, I've been to Melbourne, all these random spots, like... And you're travelling heaps now, like... Yeah, man, I leave for Brisbane on Saturday again. Man, we wow. tried to lock you down for a bit, and you're like, oh, I'm going to Melbourne, I'm going here. Oh, honestly, the honestly, the past month, I reckon I've been home four or five days max. What? Like, literally, my suitcase, literally, the last month, my suitcase has come home, I've washed my clothes, and then put them back in the suitcase ready to go again, because I just haven't had time. It's been full on, like, competition season's pretty full on. What, when is competition season? Well, the, we've got another one on Saturday mm-hmm. and that's the last like official one for the year. But even then, that was, um, that was only confirmed last week. Because of COVID, a lot of events, they were never, they just kind of wow. disappeared. So now we've got one more, which is going to be pretty, pretty painful. So, so what's next then after this last one? What are you, bodybuilding cards? I'm going to take it easy for a while. Yeah. I'm going to look up, to be honest, my next focus is to plan my next trip to America. So in December, they'll release the major league will release the, the calendar for next year. And I want to do like a six or eight week tour of America and like do back to back competitions and just like and travel too. That's mad. Yeah. But like America's where, for eating America's where it's at. And I just want to go there and like, to be fair, I still have to prove myself in America. You know what I mean? I don't want to be that one trick pony. So I want to go there and like smack like eight contests and like prove myself. Would you move there? I would love to. If you can give me a visa, I'll give really? me a green card. I'll go in a heartbeat. Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah, because the money there's, you know. But it's just everything. Like, the for money. example, you come to a restaurant here and like, look, if you do find a restaurant with the eating challenge, mm. I don't even know. Half the venues here, I don't know why they bother doing it. It's, mm. it's really frowned upon here. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, I've come to restaurants here to do even just venue content stuff. 
people get up and leave. Really? In, in America, you have like these full oldies, like pensioners, 80 year olds. You go son, cheering you on and wanting to know your life story. Like they love it. They literally, competitive eating in America is a, is a sport. It is like a way of life. The Nathan's hot dog weekend was like the Super Bowl. It was nuts. Like it was next level. And then I'm like, it made me realize like America is where it's at. Like no one, no country can compete with America when it comes to this kind of stuff. How many people are in that crowd? 40,000. They sold 40,000 tickets for that event. Yeah. Nuts. You yeah. had cameras in your face all weekend. Man, I had a freaking ESPN drone like flying over me. I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, That's an ESPN drone. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know what's actually pretty sick about it? Like when I think of food challenge, people that are involved in the space, you don't really think of people like yourself that have that look and the physique and that extra kind of aesthetic behind it, which maybe is now like I would turn on the TV to watch almost like an athlete perform a sport versus yeah. like some, some fat guy who's just... To be honest, that's a massive... Mis- it's not one of the biggest misconceptions of the whole thing. So if you go to America, the best, the top eaters, they're all from like elite elite athletic backgrounds. For example... There's a world bodybuilder, like an actual body professional bodybuilder that yeah, was so there. Nick Weary, who's number three in the world, he's actually a pro bodybuilder. Okay, uh, Jeff yeah. Esper, who's number two in the world, he's an ex-professional powerlifter. Uh, Joey, is at, Joey Chestnut, he's an ex-endurance athlete. What? So yeah, like, endurance athlete. A lot of them did like, you know, sport. Wow. Like um Gideon, he's this seven foot tall guy. He played college ball. He was a college basketballer. Wow. So like, he's got an elite background. Like a, a lot of them are actually quite fit. Some of the girls even too, bodybuilders, endurance athletes. Like, so look, there are obviously there are some that are a bit on the chunky side that never did sport, but majority of the best eaters, they're from mm. an elite background. Do you think it's mindset? A lot of it is. A lot, yeah. Honestly, with competitive eating, half of it is you're about to get messed up. You're about to put yourself through pain. And look, if you if you come from like an elite sporting background, you understand. Like yeah, for yeah. example, played soccer, preseason. No one likes preseason. It's going to hurt. It's not going to tickle. Same as when you're smacking like a 30 patty burger. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to yeah. hurt, you know? So it's kind of like, yeah, the mental toughness where it's like, all right, just bite, swallow, swallow, get it down, get it down. Or for example, dipping hot dogs in water. It's disgusting. But for 10 minutes, you zone out and you like get the hot dog down as quick as you can, right? It's, it is a lot of it is mental. Have you ever thrown up? During a contest? Or during or after? During contest, no, luckily. That's the automatic disqualification, so no. Um, the only time I've been sick after a, a, a challenge was when I got food poisoning. Oh, well, no. So, uh, food yeah, poisoning. Was a, I think I put it down to poor food preparation. And I didn't know which hole it was going to come out of first. Oh, no. Yeah, like that was, that was deadly. <laughs> and there would have been a lot too. <laughs> uh, honestly, dude, it was not a good time. For like two hours, I'm like, don't talk to me. I locked myself in the bathroom. And then afterwards, I bleached my whole bathroom. Yeah, I was going to say you needed to disinfect yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty, that, that's uh, sure. needed, freaking, needed a girdy, man. It was bad. But oh, yeah, that was the only time. That's crazy. What about the content side of things? Is that a, a passion now of yours? That's Yeah, dude. So that's... before all this, I was never really into social media. Like... I used it, but not like yeah. now my life is literally social media. It's the funnest thing. Like watching, for example, social media is so powerful. Watching what you create and how it can help mm. a small business is unbelievable. Like, for example, even like today, Sir from Taurus, I make a post and then he gets two people going down for lunch because I posted, right? Mm. Or I've done so many like restaurant openings, like openings. I've gone on the, like before their opening night and done like some content creation and then on the night, they're like, oh, we saw James come here. Mm. So they all, like, it's nuts. Or, you know, for example, some clothing brands give me a discount code. Mm. And then at the end of the month, the, the owner of the brand will be like, dude, I've had 50 people use a discount code this month. Like that's crazy. To watch what I create or what I do wow. to be followed and people like follow suit, it's amazing. And how that in turn helps 
small businesses, right? It's unbelievable. Well, you get you've got tons of eyeballs on you. Like even I mean, us going to, or us going to to- Toros and asking to see if they could prep some um, kebabs was because I saw it on your account. Yeah, it's so, it's um, crazy how powerful yeah. social media is. But that can be good and bad, right? Like you do stupid things, mm. it's gonna be to your detriment, right? Yeah. So you got to be careful. Like you know, like I get it. Like like you said, there's eyeballs on me, right? People, mm. if I start promoting, you know, subpar venues yeah. for the money. Then someone goes to this subpar venue and they'll be like, oh, James recommended this place. It's mm. crap. Yeah. Then I look stupid, right? So you yeah. still have, you have to be very careful. Like you kind of have to pick your battles. You know what I mean? Do you ever give a bad review? Look, I try not to. Um, if anything, if I get called into a venue to do content stuff and it's really bad, I will tell the owner, listen, I'm not going to post this content. Mm. Or I'll post like, for example, like if the food's really bad, I'll post the photos, but I won't be like, oh, this food was great. So normally on my videos or photos, mm-hmm. if I go somewhere, I'll be like, out of like, say they put 10 things on the table, I'll say this was my favorite, right? Uh, but I'll be honest, I'm pretty upfront and people love me and hate me for the same reasons, right? I'll be like straight up, your food's terrible. I'm not going to post this content or I will say, this is what I ate at this restaurant. I won't yeah. comment. I won't yeah. say it was good, bad or <laughs> indifferent, but I won't be promoting saying, get down here now. You know what I mean? Like. I'm being pretty upfront with a few venues. To yeah. be fair, one actually changed their menu completely. Really? Yeah, I went there for their opening night and I, I turned the camera off and I said, this is terrible. I'm not, I'm not putting myself through this. Like, if you can keep your money, I'm going. You're kidding. And they pretty much begged me for like their feedback. And then I told them, this, 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 this. A week later, they're like, come back. I'm like, no. And they're like, no, no, look, we've changed our menu completely. And they actually wow. changed their menu based on what I said to them. Wow. But I had to be strict. Like, there's there, powerful, there's other influencers or foodies, whatever you want to call them. They, they'll just take the money. This is the best burger. This is the best kebabs or whatever, right? Everything's the best. Yeah. With me, I've gotten a lot of like, I've been flamed a few times for like being pretty negative, but I'm, that's just me. Yeah. If you're a dickhead, I want to say you're a dickhead. If yeah. your food's shit, I want to say your food's shit. Yeah. That's just how I am. But the thing is, I know people follow me. So like if I say, oh, this is the best burger and it's rubbish, someone's going to go there and expecting the expectations are up here. Do, do you help create burgers or anything? Yeah, a few places have named burgers after me. You're kidding. What? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, do, you, do you actually pick out the ingredients? Yeah. Stuff? Which ones? Uh, okay, so uh, to be fair, you know Hillbilly's, the chicken shop on the corner here? Yeah. Hillbilly's, they made a, they made a, like a Nashville chicken. Where did he go? Did Cirque just leave? Yeah, he just dropped it off. Can you go get him? <laughs> Tell Cirque to, to sorry, I'm please. Go get, can you go get him? Tell him to come in. Um. Yeah, so places have, like I've said, like it's been like pick the ingredients from scratch or modify a current one yeah. to, to see what I like. Obviously, like, because I can eat big, right? So yeah. I can do like 10 patty stuff. A normal person, they cannot do that. Yeah. So we modify like, you know, a normal size yeah. portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big kebab. It actually makes, I'm, I'm, we're having a look at these three kebabs that are sitting over on the, on the reception desk. And it actually looks like the other two are miniature. It makes it look miniature, but they're not. To be fair, that's what Cirque makes me for a normal lunch. What <laughs> but, the? Or three. No, the big one. Oh, the big one. Wow. That's crazy. And you're still lean as... Lean-ish. Lean-ish. So are you seven days a week training? Yeah, I train most days, yeah. Oh, look, if I feel like I need the rest, I need the rest. Or if I'm yeah. on an airplane, I'm on an airplane. Like, for yeah. example, Saturday, my flight's at 6 a.m. So there's no way I'm waking up at 2 a.m. to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That'll be a rest day. So how, like from now onwards, are you going to be traveling a lot more It's nationally? Look, and do you get invited? I'm, I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping for the rest of this year, no. Yeah. <laughs> because the last two, three months has been full on. 
Um, uh, the probably from Easter next year, yeah, it's going to be full on because I want to go to America. Yeah, but then I don't want to miss the contest here in Australia because I just want to be, I want to be the best, right? So I'm trying to go backwards and forwards. We're, so we've got we've got Cirque here from Tyros Kebabs. How you doing? Mate. Hi, boys. How, How are you? Good to see you. I'll fix you a feed. Hey, this is what I stitched you up, but yours is like three times the size of this. <laughs> 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 what, what, what do we have on it? You just basic lettuce, tomato, onion, chili, barbecue, and garlic sauce, the way he likes it. Mate. He knows, he knows. But everything's our own. The meat's our own. The salad's our own. You Let's see this. Yeah. Legend. Guys, um, Taurus Kebabs, the Grove, Balkham Hills, get down. That is ridiculous. Are you serious? How did you even do that? <laughs> I'm accustomed to the way this guy eats from the first time he came in. The first time he came as a, as a customer, he yeah. had like, he goes, I'm hungry, go, what do you want? I'll have one potato, one sujuk, one sujuk. I'm like, hey, this is, it can't be serious. Then I watched him eat it. That's ridiculous. Awesome. You know when you think of it comes in like a little tray? Yeah. They put it in a pizza box for me. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? massive portions. Done. Legend. But the food's very good, isn't it, James? The Thank best. you, brother. The, the best. best. Thank you very much. Sorry, kebabs. Get down. Um, all right. So I'm, I hope you don't mind. There's actually a crowd. Um, do you do this often with crowds? All the time. Do okay. we need water? Do, yeah, do we need water for this? I would advise yes. Can, can we, can we grab a few bottles of, of the water? Oh, no. Okay. So I'm gonna can, can, we, can we just... Like this is a normal kebab, by the way, and that that's like that's that's fucked. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun, man. Come on. Oh my god. Let's take. Let me just take. I a actually, I actually. Oh yeah. Don't. Do, you, do you want to Do we want to pause? Yeah, pause it. Yeah, right yeah we'll pause. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, pause. Okay. We'll be back. All right. So. Uh, oh fuck. How do I do this? I'm nervous. <laughs> Are you looking at the napper the way? You just fucking go as you. Have you you've done a kebab before? Put it this way. When you bite it and it falls apart, it's going to slow you down, isn't it? Oh, fuck. You put everything in the paper and you pour the rest in your mouth. Oh. Not my first radio, my friend. Oh, no. All right. All right, well, uh, <laughs> you want to count us in and we'll just go? Yeah, okay, you win. Three, right. three, two, one, and we'll go. Okay. Three, two, ah. one, go.
Yeah. I don't know how the fuck you were forcing it down. I'm like, what the fuck? That's right, the bike put you, I saw. Uh, please, I'm good. You did well. You fucking smashed him. I don't know. And then you slowed down, and then I, then you just turned about at the end. To be fair, you kind of you have to like, for example, like you, you learn when to take your breaths. So I do three or four and not breathe, and then I and then go again because that's how I it works for me that way. But you, you kind of like, mm. and then you the last bit you stuff that one. You know mm. what I mean? But see what I mean? That bike push it really works if you know what you're doing. My practice, it just takes practice. Wow. Well, legend. I don't even know how we wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. This is wrap it up. Mate, thank you. That was fucking legendary. Thank you for having me. That was mad. That was really good fun. <laughs>